Welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordan Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. <laughs> and uh, this week we are talking about a 2010's leap year, which I don't know why we're laughing. Maybe maybe we're giggling because it's so boring. Like, it's, it's really like... Just like a reaction to that. I'm not, like, there's not even much about it that makes me angry like a lot of the movies. Um, I also don't think it's salvageable because I think it's just everything about it is boring um, and very predict like deeply predictable. Like within the first 10 minutes, I knew everything that would happen, um, which a lot of rom-coms, that's kind of the case. But at least there's enough twists and turns. But this one's just like <laughs> coasting to the end. Yeah, it's weird. Um, you know, this opening kind of reminds me of um, the opening to The Wedding Planner. Yeah. Except that, like, you know, she was alone, so, like, she had a journey. Exactly. <laughs> because, the, the conce- the, like, the conceit of Leap Year is that um, our main character, Amy Adams, is dating Adam Scott, and they've been together for, for four years. They've been together for four years. They're, like, yuppies. She is a stager, which means that she... Puts all of the stuff inside like a living space to get ready for open houses. And then when somebody buys it, she takes all the stuff out. So uh, she's the person who puts all the furniture that you don't get to keep. Yeah, <laughs> like everything that would make your apartment look way nicer, but you probably can't afford because moving is so expensive. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm projecting, but you feel me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I was, I was very annoyed. <laughs> like, actually, like as much as I don't like Matthew Good's character in this, Declan O'Callaghan, Callaghan, Callaghan, whatever. Um, I. Uh, as he was as, right about that. As much as I don't like, yeah, he was like, you're a scammer. And I was like, she is. <laughs> she is. She is a scammer. And she's like, for how likable Amy Adams is, this movie did a really good job of making her completely unlikable. Oh, yeah. No, she's um, really, she's really a menace in this movie. She is, she is a destroyer of space. <laughs> yeah, there is no like feminist, like, like, you know, I often think or say off of the podcast that. I want equality so I can stop defending women I don't like. Um, and this, and so sometimes even with movies, I'll be like, yeah, she was difficult, but she's dealing with this. But with Amy Adams in this movie, I was just like, nah, bitch. <laughs> you nah. Suck. I was um, not about it. <laughs> so just like a few details. This was um, directed by Anand Tucker, which uh, is a director of such films as. Shop Girl, which is like an okay, um, God, Steve Martin thing based on based on a screen based on like a book he wrote or like a novella that he wrote. Shop Girl's maybe one of the best things that he's done. Also, um, a movie called Hillary and Jackie, which is like a British bio- biographical film about like a what is it? What does she do? She a cellist? Yeah, cellist. Cellist. So cool. She so he so this person has done some stuff. Um and then they did leap year. Uh so yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I mean, I, I feel like leap year was it, it seems like leap year was a check. I feel like this movie was like a, a check p- for everyone. Yeah, involved. it does not feel like a passion project to anyone. Because the like, writers here, um, the writers here we got a we got Harry Elfont and 
Deborah Kaplan. And these are the people behind Josie and the Pussycats and Can't Hardly Wait. Like two great movies <laughs> that I, I, I stand by. Um, Josie and the Pussycats is a masterpiece. I will love fight it. anyone about that. I love um, Josie and the Pussycats. Although I don't think I could even find someone who would want to fight me. Uh, that is a lie. There is the internet. There is always someone. Um, but, but, these, but these people were also, I mean, these people have phoned it in before. They were partially responsible for Maid of Honor, which is a previous episode. So these writers were phoning it in once again. They really have something with going to the UK. Um, or, or I guess, well, Maid of Honor was, where was Maid of Maid Honor? Maid of Honor was like Scotland. It was Scotland. This one's okay. Ireland. So, so oh my God, they just did Scotland and Ireland back to back. Yeah. So obviously somebody like is, you know, 10% Irish or some shit and like loves St. Patty's Day and is like, let's, may- maybe there is somebody involved who's actually from one of those countries, like, directly or very correlated. But it, it feels very, like, hey, white people have culture. Oh, <laughs> um, man, the white... Okay, so I what I... You know, the most interesting thing about this movie is handled super poorly, and it's that Amy Adams is an American-Irish person who is not in touch with her Irish roots and then goes to Ireland and acts like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, that concept could be so hilarious if done right. Um, it could be either hilarious or it could be really uh, incisive. You know, it could be commentary on identity and whatnot. But this movie just kind of plops those factors in and then just moves along with mediocre dialogue. Yeah, um, it's, 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 uh, <laughs> it's uh, really <laughs> like it's it's it's. It's so weird. Okay, so so okay, so she's with Adam Scott. Like, and I'll give everybody's names just so that you know like how much everybody was asleep at the wheel here. Amy Adams is Anna Brady. Uh, Matthew Good, as I said, is Declan O'Callaghan, or I'm not Irish. I'm sorry. Um, and Adam Scott is Jeremy Sloan. And I just love Jeremy I love Sloan. Jeremy Sloan. And like, am I friends with him on Facebook? Uh, Jeremy, this is a guy that I know, right? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> wait, he does stand up, right? Like, He's got to. It's just like, such a familiar name. It's so cute. Like, it's, these, it's so cute. And there's we've got a, it's always sunny in Philadelphia person in here. Um, yeah, D from It's Always Sunny is in, like, at the beginning, it took me a minute because... I only see her and know her and it's always sunny. And I was like, oh shit, she's just being whenever she's she, just being Amy Adams' friend. Whenever what? she's in other shit, it's so weird. Like she's in like she's in the heat and I doing like a Russian accent. And that's like the most confused I've ever been. That's amazing. <laughs> I have not seen the heat, but I need to watch it just for that. You um, haven't seen the heat? Like it's not that good, but like you But should, it deserves but, to be seen. But yeah, everyone because there's a lot of funny stuff in the heat. It's just a movie that is too long. <laughs> yeah, which like way too long. I, you know, it's funny because when I go to movies i don't feel like they're that long but when i watch them for the podcast i'm like why is every movie two hours yeah exactly does it make sense especially in the rom the romantic genre when a lot of them don't need to be like these aren't 
this is not Lord of the Rings. You know? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, like calm this down. Is, this is not Star Wars. Like, I just don't yeah. understand. Like, there's no lore here. Like, you don't uh, have to explain <laughs> the concept of love. Everyone's familiar with that. You know, there's not like a whole fantasy world to contextualize. It, yeah, it's just like I don't know, man. It, it it shouldn't be longer than Sophie's Choice. It just shouldn't. That's that's it. I'm gonna get that tattooed on my lower back. <laughs> <laughs> Never explain it to anyone. <laughs> um. But so, um, so Amy Adams is, has been with Adam Scott for four years. He has not proposed yet, but they are buying a very, very upscale luxury apartment in Boston, which I did not know. Like I, you know, most movies are like set in like New York or Chicago or LA, especially, especially rom-com. So whenever it's somewhere oh, yeah. else, I'm just like, what? And so I'm just like, oh yeah, there is an upper crust in Boston. There has to be, right? There's right? an upper crust everywhere. It is funny. I know it because they mentioned that it's in Boston many times. I feel like to let the viewer to remind the viewer it's not in New York because I kept thinking, oh, yeah, this is in New York. And then they were like Boston. And I was like, oh, OK. And I mean, you know, which Harvard I, is I in mean, Boston. Which, There's obviously rich people there. Which it's I just, guess makes sense because, like, she's supposed to be Irish American and her dad is like John Lithgow. John Lithgow is in one scene of this movie and it's just to explain the concept of the movie. Uh, yeah, it was very... <laughs> they were like, hey, can you just like pop in, like act like a dad for four minutes and explain like this made-up Irish tradition? Although I haven't done my homework, so maybe um, it's just like it's it's so like it when it when there's like a, when there's a leap year, you can women a, get a, to ask a men women to get to ask them. men to marry them. Woo! Once every four years, you have the right to. <laughs> Congratulations! Good job, women. I, like I was like uh, just like oh, it's this thing, you know. He's like your grandma did it, and I'm like, and I mean, if this is you know a real. Regardless of how obnoxious the concept is to me, if it's like a real um, myth, like sure that there's some magic to that. But it's also just like finally, like once every four years, women get to ask questions. Of their oh, man, it's so it, it's, it's so it's so weird. And it's such a like it's such a heteronormative like everything about it is just very like straight people and men and women and like and oh yeah I mean, part of the reason why i decided to yeah. do this movie was because um richard lawson who writes for vanity fair was watching the movie and live tweeting it and talking about like how it's like aggressively straight and like a horror movie <laughs> and i was just like i've never seen leap year because it has never interested me so i just watched it and i was just like like this is an aggressively straight movie i will say that the most aggressively straight horror movie is mr wrong which we will do eventually oh mr. i have not seen that mr. shit show yet mr, but mr. wrong ready. is way scarier than this but this is like there are scenes in this where i was just like jesus christ like can everyone calm down it does like this movie <laughs> feels like a person it doesn't matter i mean i guess I guess in the context of this movie, there are, it would be a man or a woman um, who would just be screaming like, I'm straight. Like that's the whole movie feels like that. And that's saying a lot considering all of the movies that we cover are very straight. Like be just because the genres, because there's not as many movies that aren't about straight people in this genre, especially the really bad popular ones. But we um, should do like a bad queer. Cause I mean, you know, I'm like, there's a, definitely bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean like it's, it's weird. Cause like, I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm a queer person. I just don't, 
like for example i don't know i don't know like i think all like women are like socialized to watch these straight rom-coms whether like whether we're straight or not like <laughs> yeah absolutely it, it's so it's so interesting um but uh yeah so i mean the conceit is just that, like she's been with adam scott for a while he hasn't proposed to her he goes to um uh sweet d tells her that he went to like a that he went to like a jewelry store and that it's probably like a ring so she gets super excited and then they have dinner and it's diamond earrings and she looks so oh my god disappointed she's like earrings for my ears oh my like she's God. so mad that they're not and i'm like i'm thinking you like, <laughs> and like okay y'all are moving into an expensive apartment and he bought you diamond earrings he may not be proposing but this is the same shit like it's like i get that the whole conceit of this is that marriage itself is what she wants and like the symbolism but i'm like you have everything that marriage has like, right it's so crazy who it's, cares? It's, it's so it's so wild like they're moving okay so they're trying to get into like this like fancy apartment complex and she's very fa- like she's very fancy she has a very like it's weird because like i don't know how much her job pays but it's a very like fancy job it's like it's like a it's like upscale personal shopper like those kind of jobs it's just like how do people get it but like they're financially secure once they get it and exactly like wild the right rich person likes them and then they're just like set Um. yeah and and he's an adam scott is a cardiologist and they're just like interviewing it's just like this is a historical neighborhood and we just want to know that we're letting the right people in which just means we want to know that we're letting in the whites the heterosexual the whites yeah um (laughs) like it was so it was so clearly that yes which i wish the movie was more aware of i yeah like like the absurdity i have not i have not combed through all of the people who worked on this film, but I feel like it was probably mo- like almost all white people. Like yeah. I, I just feel like like it's like white straight, like just so it's just so aggressive in all of those in the white straight Boston like yeah it's 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 like, wild and so like she so she she she's upset about diamond earrings which which took me all the way out how oh dare yeah. you like, i was I, I would be i would be <laughs> mad that someone wasted money on diamond earrings for me i'd be like what we could do something better with this money like yeah i'd be like, like i would still use it for something selfish sure i'd be like yeah let's get us something dope for the apartment i don't need diamond earrings let's, like, let's get like let's get like, like speakers for a tablet yeah like, let's get like yeah exactly we're like let's go on a vacation like yeah yeah let's get like a microsoft surface yeah (laughs) but i can't imagine being angry because like and i guess i mean this goes back to i don't even know if i want to ever get married or if that's really something that i'm interested in so i realize that's you know maybe it's not I mean, I mean, like, same. But, and, and, and but I, I can, I obviously can empathize with wanting that. And even in that, I don't understand. And I just don't understand her. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting that like both of us, like I just sometimes I wonder about this podcast where it's like t- we're, we are two people who are not super obsessed with like marriage. And I kind of wish sometimes that we had one person in here, like a, like, like a marriage representative who was like really into marriage so that we could. Because like, I mean, the thing is, is that I used to be really into marriage when I was younger and I'm just not anymore. So, like, I kind of understand it, but at the same time, 
you're he wants to move in with you in a place where you'll have to be committed like it's not a regular apartment like they're not just going to be able to move out and break the lease so he's committing in a way he's buying you diamond earrings he seems to like you he encourages you he's nice to you he never says a single mean thing to her yeah there's and he's adam scott i love adam scott can i just say like i'm so used to seeing i mean I guess in Big Little Lies, he's obviously got money, and the real Adam Scott has money. But because of uh, Parks and Rec and various roles I've seen him in, I always kind of think of him as like the everyman, you know, like like just like the hardworking dude, and like not necessarily even working class, but just like very down to earth. Yeah. So in this role, he doesn't do anything bad, and he feels that way. Like, yeah, he's bougie, but he feels and also just like he works hard and yeah. he loves her and like. As much as everyone in this movie annoys me, like I don't, I don't have anything against him. Like. Yeah, he's actually the character that I liked the most. If you want, if we, if we're being totally yeah. honest, and yeah, I was upset that we missed, like I missed him and see in all the scenes that he wasn't in because, like, the thing is, is that we're supposed to be mad at him because he's bougie, but so is she. Exactly. So, like, what, <laughs> what does the movie want from us? They want us to be mad at him because he's bougie and didn't ask her to marry him. But like, sh- but Amy Adams is bougie and doesn't even seem to have a sense of humor about it. He at least feels like someone who would be fun to hang out with. Yeah, like um, like like he seems chill. Like he seems like a good dude. Yeah, and, and, like, and she, <laughs> yeah, and again, like Amy Adams, like Amy Adams has like a puppy dog face. Like she is very hard for her to not feel likable. And this movie, like she's in, she's so rude and she's so entitled the whole time. She's very hard to like in this movie. And I I hate saying that because, you know, I know that it's very easy to like watch a movie and dislike a female character. I understand how easy it is. Yeah. You, but like, you know what is also easy? Plugging your phone into the wall. It's very easy. And you know what this chick cannot do? Plug her phone into the wall. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That whole scene. There's like a whole scene where she like doesn't know how to charge her phone. She she destroys the entire. She destroys a room in pursuit of plugging in her Blackberry and then cut and then cuts the power in the entire village. And I have such a hard time. It's also like, there's so many, (laughs) there's so many tropes that are like, Oh, the whole village, you know, like uh, just (laughs) like, uh, like, and I, I get that she's, when she goes to Ireland, she's in a rural area, you know, so that that's that, but it is just like, so campy the like you you know the city woman like from america made the whole village lose power and i was just like eye rolls like uh um yeah no it's it's really bad because i mean she's she's not likable but also like declan is declan's hot i think he's hot okay so here's the thing about that that (laughs) redeems him here's the thing about matthew good um Matthew Good is a very nice looking man. Very nice looking man. Um but not given the right direction, he can very easily be a wax statue that sometimes moves. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I that's how I feel about this performance. Like was, he's kind of just smirking in this like kind of sexy like 
like smug way. Um, yeah. And then he has like lines and he's just kind of he's just an asshole. Like Amy Adams is enough of an asshole that I'm not even mad that he's an asshole to her. But I don't like him either because he is an asshole. Yeah. And it's he's and very it's, like, oh, like he feel he's just like, yeah, I've experienced shit. Like he's just oh got God. that like I experienced shit and I'm a misanthrope and therefore I'm smarter than you and I'm like fuck you dude oh my God and also uh, this this actor is English not Irish and I think that that matters because his accent is really bad it is really bad and it's just like it's so weird because like it's just like that's your Whenever like a whenever like an English person does a bad accent of like another part of the UK, I'm just like, wow, you just have no respect. Like, yeah, <laughs> it, no, sometimes like, it almost feels purposeful because like when you hear an American <laughs> do a bad one, you're like, yeah, not surprised. <laughs> like, w- of course, of course, an American actor would like mix up like Irish and Scottish, you know, accents. Yeah, um, like, Ma- like Martin Freeman's Scottish accent still makes me. Oh mad. my gosh, <laughs> from Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Yeah, and I'm just. I kept yeah. thinking about his accent when I saw Black Panther. I kept thinking about that accent, and I like laughed a few times, <laughs> and it was definitely not moments where anyone else was laughing. <laughs> So I'm sure I seemed like completely unhinged. Um, yeah. Oh, great. The heater is starting. Great. The party. The party is just. Multiplied. The party has just begun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, yeah. He's just not. He's basically like a non-entity in this movie. I can't imagine them falling in love. I can't imagine them fucking. It's also the fact that they're both really skinny and it's unsettling like yeah. when they're together i'm just like they're just two bony things like you and imagine like, it's uncomfortable for them to cuddle yeah it's just like what's the sex it's just like there are too many hard edges like it seems like sex is pointy that is really funny <laughs> no that's true <laughs> just, I, you know i didn't think i didn't like specifically go there that this time but i do have that feeling a lot of times when i watch movies in general really and television because everybody's a lot of people are very, you know, skeletal is just like, oh, I like this isn't even like you guys look uncomfortable. Yeah, it's just not <laughs> like, even like arousing. Like, like as much as I you know, as much as I didn't really like Mountain Between Us that much, like at least like Kate Winslet's body type and Idris Elba's body type look interesting they, together. Yes, they both are really gorgeous and have like I mean, you know, he's very muscly, but not in a way that's like, that's like, wow, like freak me out, you know, like. And she's always been kind of like, she's, she's kind of always been kind of thick, like yeah, just like, a little like bit. she's got curves, she's she's got womanly curves, yeah, like and and so yeah, it felt sexy, yeah, and it felt like yeah, you guys like are grabbing each other because like this sounds so cliche because you have shit to grab. It's not like I'm not trying to shame anyone for. Right, you but know, yeah, but no, it's just yeah, there's yeah, something there. Because well, I think so much with this with casting like this is like two skinny people. Yes, and like if you take like Adam Scott, like Adam Scott is of course like a like a skinny like, but Adam Scott's just like a regular sized dude. Yeah, like you can tell that he doesn't really work out, and yeah. you know he's got like. He's got like you know he's got that head which is big like I love his he's big got that head. head. He's got that head. I know exactly what you mean though. <laughs> like you don't even like. Yes, it's just that's like so it's true. Just like it is, that's a 
head that I would want between my legs. I'm just wow, saying. Wow, yeah. Yeah, I just. And you know he's good at that. Yes. Right? Like, he right. loves it. Like, he's like, can we? And you're like, yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> Go for it. Yes. It's just, yeah. And it's, it's just, it's a no for me with this. You know, it's just not working. It, it just doesn't, it, you just can't, you just can't say skinny, white. You can't just, like, push two people together like paper dolls and like expect something to happen and that's a lot of the thing it's no chemistry i mean it's it's no chemistry and it's also the fact that the relationship that she was in was just fine yeah so everything just feels like a waste of time <laughs> yeah and and like okay so she i don't know I, I mean everybody should know the plot of this movie he um uh adam scott has a medical conference in ireland and she's just like okay i'm gonna go propose to him and so she decides to go there by herself, but there's like plane trouble. And oh my God, um, <laughs> she, uh, when the plane, the plane has turbulence and she says, probably like the scariest line in this movie, which is, I'm not going to die without getting engaged. <laughs> yeah, it feels, okay, that, that moment feels like a Kathy comic. I'm like, are we really doing this? Like, she, like, even Amy Adams' character, which I really didn't care about or relate to at all, has more depth to her than that. Like, if you really think you're going to die, being engaged is not the thing you're going to be thinking about. You're going to yeah. be thinking about, like, that thing you said in third grade that you still regret, that you haven't apologized for, or, like, or like that, you know, that family member that you haven't talked to, or whatever, like... Or maybe you will be thinking about your boyfriend, but probably not like he didn't pop the question. Like, oh, I wish he knew how much I loved him. Like, that. come on. Like, yeah, no, writers. It's, it's, it's wild. And so she just, like, she ends up in a village, and that's and that's where um, that's where Matthew Good is. That's where, a.k.a. Osmandius from Watchmen, that's where he is. And he is the only cab driver around, so he you know, has to drive her to Dublin. He has to transport her to Dublin. And there's a bunch of hijinks ensuing. And a lot of the hijinks are boring. You know, there's like a there's like a pub fight. There's a lot of people are talking about luck. Like my, my boyfriend was like watching was like adjacent to me, not really watching this movie. And he was just like, okay, so she's in Ireland and there have been fights and people talking about luck. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, and I mean, I said this to Jordan before we started recording. There were whole sections of the movie, like, I watched all of it, but where I just kind of tuned out because I was so bored. And I didn't feel like I missed anything. And I even rewound to make sure. And I was like, oh, no, I didn't miss anything. Like, yeah, there were some fights. She does asshole things because she's used to, like, she has, of course, she has $600 shoes on. Yeah, I like, mean, like, like the, why did like, you bring like the those car, with you the car to rule Ireland? Yeah, <laughs> the car sinks at some point. Like, there's a lot of like snarking and sparring that's not that interesting. She like make, she's she acts like a rich asshole. Like she's just like, oh, this is just like the Four Seasons when she. <laughs> oh yeah, when she stays when she first gets to that bar and then she stays in the like room above the bar. Um. Yeah, it's, like, obviously not that nice. And it's just, like, yeah, like, we get it. Like, she's rich, and that matters or something. It's so heavy-handed about what a snob she is, the movie. Yeah. Like, I felt like I, it almost made me feel like the writers, I mean, they probably didn't know who would play um, the female protagonist, but it felt like they hated her. <laughs> like, they needed you to know 
but you're also expected to care about her at the same time. There's a lot of confidence that you're supposed to care about these characters in this movie for how unlikable they are. Yeah, like like when we find out that uh, uh when we find out that old dude um uh, when we find out that he uh, was um, he was he was engaged and the woman kept the ring and he's been hurt ever since. I didn't care. Oh, um, yeah. No, me neither. And, and like when he met her, when he met her, too, did you get a sense that she was like American? Like there was like a weird moment where I was just like, wait, does he have a thing for like really prissy American women? Because I looked at her and I was just like, she's not. Irish. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. I don't know what it was. It was like a facial thing. Yeah, like it was also about her hair. Like yes. she just looked very like LA. She did. She looked very like American preppy kind of like yeah. Yeah. And he just I don't know, he like negs her and he's just like, Oh, this sleepier thing. This is just a thing that desperate women do to try to get men to marry them that don't actually want to marry them. And it's like it's not a it's it, a lot of the time it's not about do or don't. It's just sometimes people just don't think about it. Like, I mean, I'm not one that's going to like apologize for men, but like sometimes they just don't. Sometimes they're sometimes it just doesn't occur to them. Sometimes they don't know how much you want something too, because men aren't mind readers, you know, like I can't believe this movie has me defending men, but here we are. Yeah, I just, it's just, that's how you know it's a bad movie. It is a bad movie. Like I'm defending straight men right now. That's where we've come to. It's just like, it's weird. Like that'd be like, if I just like, if I finished this podcast right now and I went into the bedroom and I walked up to my boyfriend and I just like started an argument with him because we're, because like he hasn't like proposed to me yet. Like he, would rightfully be like what because we've never talked about it before so like what and that was one thing like the scene where amy adams gets the earrings i just my my thought was besides like okay bitch i don't relate was why don't you just tell him right now how you feel right because you shouldn't marry someone you don't feel comfortable saying hey babe these earrings are pretty but i'm not gonna lie i thought you were gonna propose like that like Honest, like, I wouldn't want to marry anyone. I wouldn't feel comfortable saying that. Like, I would feel comfortable saying that to my current boyfriend, and we're not trying to get married, you know? Like, yeah. like that level of honesty. So I just didn't understand. Yeah. I didn't yeah. understand her there. I was just like, this is so passive-aggressive. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, it's so passive-aggressive. Oh. So, like, yeah. It, it's, uh, yeah, and it's just, like, <laughs> and, it, and all she really, like, like, you know what would have fixed her relationship? Like, Two sessions of couples counseling. Yeah, totally. Like two. And instead she's doing like okay cupid questions with this stranger, just like, what will you take of your house or some floor? That's an okay cupid question. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it is. I'm just so I was oh my god. They're talking in okay cupid questions. I'm so upset. It's like <laughs> it's like one of the writers was just like <laughs> it's like when you get really high and you think all your ideas are really good. Like they were like, oh, what if we like just threw in some questions from okay cupid in the script? You know? It's just like and I think this uh. is like before okay cupid, but like I feel like this is like okay this is like the like the beta test of okay cupid with the way that they got Yeah, that. totally. It's so it's just oh my god it's just so uh oh my god okay so i'm trying to see if there's anything actually interesting to talk about within my notes um i know i was i was actually on the train on the way here i was like 
I don't even know if I have any interesting, like, really, like, dive-in deep thoughts about this movie because it's so boring and shallow. It's so boring. There's Okay, um, so there's the scene where they're staying at the inn, and um, there... <laughs> It's 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 the wife kissing scene where everybody like the old man kisses his wife and then the other old oh, man kisses yeah. his wife and they're just like when are you gonna Yo, kiss your wife? This scene is so creepy. It's so what? It's so unappro- like <laughs> inappropriate. Like I've been around older people who are married or whatever and they're very nosy about your relationships and they're very heteronormative. Like that's all believable, but the like kiss in front of us thing. They're basically like, oh, we don't believe that you guys are engaged when Amy Adams and Declan are pretending to be in or pretending to be married so they can stay there. They're just like, we don't believe that you're married because you're not kissing at this table. And I'm like, what? Who does that? Like, it is. It's it's just. And then they proceed to actually demand that Amy Adams and Declan. I like how I'm using Amy Adams real name and his movie name. It just feels right. Um, (laughs) That they kiss. Uh, in front of them, it's so weird. I, it's like, so weird. And when once they kiss, I'm like, okay, well now you're cheating on your long term boyfriend, and yeah. now I'm kind of upset with you. Yeah, like you're so mad that he doesn't want. Like you're also showing your ass because you're so obsessed with the concept of marriage. You're willing to actually fuck up your relationship. It's like you're fucking up your relationship while trying to bring it to the next level. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so. Yeah, um, like I don't think. I and then and then yeah. and then and then Adam Scott just ends up proposing to her anyway. Yeah. And imagine if she had just chilled the fuck out. It probably would have just happened organically. Yeah, like when she basically like when they finally meet up, he like proposes and he's just like, yeah, like. I realized, like, you know, I gave you those earrings. He's basically just like, oh, I realized, like, we're already on that path, like, and I want to marry you. But by now, she's, of course, fallen for Declan because I don't Which know Which the movie why. does not give Th- us any. There's no indi- chemistry. There's none. no. There's not even a moment where you're like, oh, yeah. Like, like, I guess him talking about his ex is supposed to, like, humanize him and make them connect. But it doesn't. That wouldn't make me fall in love with someone. I'd just be like, oh, you've also experienced love or loss or whatever you want to call it. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> it's, uh, it's so. And also, like, what the fuck is their future going to be? Like, I, I kept thinking about the logistics throughout this whole The logistics movie. don't make sense because it's right? like, are you going to you're going to move? You're going to leave your job. You're going to leave everything that, you know, including your dad. You're going to move out into the middle of nowhere and basically probably just stay in this inn that he runs with Yeah, him. like that I'm like so you're going to leave your your whole fancy Boston life. Are you really going to be happy here? Like cuz she one she of her main She doesn't like anyone there. Yeah, and one of her main personality traits is that she's like controlling and I'm like that's not going to disappear because you like someone. So you're going to be controlling and he's going to be dismissive cuz that's his one of his flaws. And that's horrible. You're not going to. Yeah, it's not a good. It's not like a good setup for a relationship. He looks down on her and only like kind of likes her. And she like apparently likes it when a guy treats her like shit. Like maybe the issue was that Adam Adam Scott Scott was was too too nice. nice. I can't believe I'm saying that. Because that's like the narrative peddled by so many annoying dudes. It's like, oh, I'm too nice. But in this movie, it's actually like kind of feels like the case. It kind of feels like Amy's like so used to being the alpha that she likes that Declan like isn't impressed by her. Yeah. It's so, and it's like, it's so weird. It like, it's such a bad, like, like I actually think that this movie would be like actively bad if like, 
if like women or girls took this seriously. Oh, like I kind sure. of don't want young people to see this because I'm just like, no, you don't need this in your life. Honestly, this is just bad. And then and then the movie tries to like villainize Adam Scott because okay, so they're at a party later um, when she's still with him um, before she leaves him to be with Declan, and he's just like. <laughs> He's just like, well, you know, they uh, the people who run this complex really wanted a married couple and we were on the path anyway. So I just decided to pop the question. And like she's so upset by that. But I didn't understand why she was upset. I just didn't get it either. Like I like (laughs) like I could understand like conceptually. Okay, sure. She he said that and she's feeling like that's not a very romantic reason, but it's very obvious by the conversation that he intended to propose to her anyways. He wanted that they're getting an apartment together and he was just like, let's just do this sooner. It's not, yeah. It's not like he was just like, Oh, I guess I had to marry this bitch. It's like, you were going to live with her. So like, why wouldn't, so like, like, what is the difference between living together and being married? Really? And, and that's (laughs) like, and that's why also how I felt like it was just, oh man yeah it just it felt like she didn't really i don't know if she knew it, what it she felt wanted. like she was a very illogical person yes and, and it, yeah and like they're found they like i was glad that they broke up because their relationship obviously didn't have a strong foundation because again if you're at a point with someone where you both want marriage and you know you want it with each other you should not be so fragile that they can't say Maybe we should do it now because we want this apartment like that. That you should have enough faith in their love for you or for your partnership that you're not going to get all up in yourself about that. Like I was just. Oh, my God. And it's so annoying that we didn't get a reaction shot from him when she decided to leave him because I just feel like it would have made her look bad. And that's why the movie didn't do it. But like it would have just probably been him just being like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, She's like, sorry, I had like a weird few days with this like grumpy Irish guy. Like, fuck you. And I'm like, okay, have so, fun. Like her and so Declan are gonna hate fuck each other for three weeks. She's probably gonna get knocked up because she's probably gonna think I better have a kid now. And then they're gonna have a kid and they're gonna hate each other. And their kid's gonna hate them. And it's gonna be like, oh my god, like she'll I probably have... divorce him yeah. in like 15 years once the kid's like a teen. Um, should we write like? <laughs> do you want to co-write like a really horrible sequel? Oh my god! <laughs> That's just like would, their relationship falling apart oh and Adam Scott getting with D. It's so Ugh. bad. Like you know what's funny is that a really bad cracked article once said that um uh that like Blue Valentine was kind of like a sequel to Say Anything, which I think is one of the most upsetting things that I've ever read about movies like maybe not like top five but like definitely top 10 because i was just like how dare you make the argument that lloyd dobler that's a lot it's whoa it wouldn't end like no but like but like a blue valentine ending for leap year yes oh yeah for sure 100 percent yes blue valentine this is so cliche but this is true actually helped me make the decision to break up with someone a few years ago like four (laughs) years ago we watched it together um i have i know he's not listening to this because he blocked me on everything and we are not on speaking terms so i'm not even worried but um uh 
we watched this together and like we were we both like cried but I think we were crying for different reasons I think he was just crying because the movie and I was crying because I was like oh yeah I really don't want to be with you anymore which is so like I feel like that's (laughs) right that's so cliche also riding in cars with boys helped like there were two movies that helped in that relationship um anyways that's big amazing. big share there, but I felt like yeah, yeah, no, but that's yeah. how good I think Blue Valentine is. Yeah, Blue Valentine. It'll I still think make is the you best realize movie you're like that, that is exactly where this relationship is headed. Okay, yeah, like, it, it's yeah, yeah. It's just you, you just right. You just because this whole this whole idea that like assault of the earth dude is the best kind of dude kind of thing only works if this guy is actually intelligent and kind yes like there are a lot of like you know like you know rich man poor man this this only works in movies like this if the rich man is a bad person and the poor man is a good one and in this one like (laughs) it kind of feels like adam scott's a decent guy he's a cardiologist like like, he's just like yeah he's good at what he does he's not like a finance bro or anything he literally does heart surgery he does heart surgery which and (laughs) makes money he probably had a lot of medical debt and like yeah he's privileged but like okay and then what we have this other dude who's just like grumpy and not because of because because you know you know like, what Declan reminds me of you know these you know those guys these grown men who like a girl hurt their feelings like five years ago and, and now they like, don't believe women and they're just like women are like I know too many of yes! these guys and I'm just like, I know and I they oh man and those guys love coming through on my internet sh- presence and like being sh- like yeah well feminists are hypocrites and I'm like okay just sure women are people too and what? you know like, what and you know what the moment that you in the mo- like men the moment that you let that go you will meet a nice lady like yeah. there are so many nice ladies and when you act like that also you're you're the women, you're repelling all of the women who like know their worth the women in <laughs> like, your life who would love who would on uh, under any other circumstances set you up with a nice lady will not do it because you act like this yeah and they do not want to put their friends through that yeah it's true <laughs> like, it's so just, true and it's like it's also just like I think the conceit of that also fascinates me. Not fascinates the wrong word, but it's also presuming that women haven't been wronged by men, which statistically happens way more extreme in way more extreme scenarios. Yeah, you know? it's, so, it's like, so wild. Like men, men do so much shit, and women are still like, yeah, I would like to find love. So like, why are y'all like freaking out because one woman cheated on you? Like that sucks, but move on. Like one woman um, cheated on you. That's cool. One time like, on a date during sex, I got punched in the face. Like involuntarily. Yeah, like that's <laughs> fucked. You know, like, like, and I'm not saying you can't have feelings about being mis like treated or that men don't get like that's obviously not what we're saying. But <laughs> Declan just sums up that dude. Yes, he's just that's why I hated him so much. It wasn't even the condescent like the condescension is part of that, but it was he's just so that dude. And the movie is basically like, yeah, that dude is the one you should be with. And I'm like, I am not trying to be a healer. <laughs> I have done that. Um, I am. I am ready for men who are ready to heal themselves. Like, let's heal yeah, ourselves like, and be together. Just, like, 
like, cause, like <laughs> especially considering like whenever anything bad happens to a woman like you know we have been taught to like look over it like you know we we have been taught to assemble a panel of other women like what did we do what happened i remember like that time when i did get punched in the face going home and being like well what did i do in order to end up how to get punched in the face like what did i have like a which punch is in- so fucked <laughs> and so like that's so fucked that's so indicative though of like how we're like the like yeah just the, like, the conditioning like um, actual physical hurt like, and i was just like hmm, yeah what did i like? so it's just so wild and if that makes you uncomfortable man you know maybe have some work to do yeah yeah <laughs> like, right like honestly. totally yeah declan really triggered a lot of my anger at those dudes that i still like suffer through like just by knowing them there's a lot of dudes like that in comedy let's be real Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like, Declan, comedy is, like, Declan a hot is such bed a comedy of, like, Declans. Like, like, oh, my God. Like, dudes <laughs> who are, like, so pissed, and they're, like, yeah, well, like, whatever. I If there's an open mic in that village, like, you know Declan would be I took there. two philosophy classes, <laughs> and my ex cheated on me four years ago, and ever since then, I've been mad. And I'm, like, okay, like, <laughs> cool. I'm very fascinated by this. Uh, yeah. Um. Declan sucks. Like, Amy Adams really sucks. But I also, you were saying how this movie, you wouldn't want young people to see this. Um, Yeah. Like, you know, impressionable age. uh, Yeah. Because I do feel like it's another movie that has this underlying theme of women should give up their ambition um, if they want love. Um, And I don't think that's the main conceit of this movie. There's a lot of rom-coms where that is the main conceit. But this definitely has that there because it's like, well, her ambition, um, you know, is sapping. And it's not it's not an intelligent statement on materialism or capitalism. Like if it was that, then hell yeah. But it's really just like, oh, well, she was shallow because she was into these things. So now she's going to go be with this dude who sucks. Who Like I'm like, she's not becoming deeper or more fulfilled or less materialistic. She's just giving up her career to be with this asshole. Yeah. And considering that the film uh, starts with us, like watching her do her job, (laughs) it makes it, uh, it just makes it gives like a huge sense of loss when the movie is ending. Exactly. Because, like, I mean, I mean, I kind of wish that she was, like, an interior decorator, but maybe she was getting around to that. I mean, I don't know. Right? Well, yeah, like, I mean, like, we don't know. Like, she, her she career young. was actually my le- the least of my problems with her. Like, I was just, like, like it, it is, I do agree, like you said earlier, Jordan, um, with Declan, that she is kind of a scammer. And so I'm not, like, hell yeah, girl, get that scam. I'm not, like, yeah, like, empowered. But I am, like, whatever, that, her working hard at that is the last thing that annoys me about her. I'm annoyed because she's an elitist and I just assume she's like super racist and like classic. I mean, she's definitely classist. Like there's, you know, uh, everything else about her. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, uh, like their sex is probably bad. Like you said, uh, just, all right. So, I mean, I don't even know. Yeah. Just, Oh, okay. Yeah. If you want to watch your good, um, like I don't have a good like response to this because I feel like movies that go this way are usually bad. Yeah. Um. But uh, if you haven't yet, watch Enchanted. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That was a movie that she made. That movie the year before this one, and it's, it's and I mean a, every and it's a crown jewel. Every yeah, every career, especially these high profile creative careers where everyone sees everything, like 
they all have the dips. <laughs> I mean, and Amy <laughs> like Adams. The, Amy the Adams is a wonderful. Uh, I mean, she's such a great actress. She has an amazing career. She's a wonderful performer. She should have been nominated. She should have gotten an award for Arrival. Yes, um, Arrival was amazing. She, she's even um, she's she's amazing in The Master in a part that like does not give her a lot to do. That 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 hand job scene in The Master is one of my favorite scenes in cinema, and I actually think that like. I think that like I I, I kind of know like part of like where Phantom Thread came from, but I think kind of Paul Thomas Anderson was there's the original um, inspiration for Phantom Thread, which is Maya Rudolph, and also like him rewatching the hand job scene in The Master, and it's just like what if? Yeah. <laughs> what if we just explored that, and then Phantom Thread happened? Like she's great. And everything that she's in, she's great and drop dead gorgeous. She's, oh yes, she's just she's she's, just, she's yeah, and that's why that w- that did bum me out because it was like Adam Scott got no screen time, and and then his character was supposed to we were supposed to dislike him even though he was likable. And, and, and then and that's a couple Amy, that I'd be more interested in oh, spending time for with sure, for a whole time too, right? And then Amy Adams is just this insufferable personality, and and she's a great actress, so it just felt like a waste of her. Her nuanced abilities. Um, yeah. yeah. Enchanted <laughs> would be a better use of your time. I honestly, sometimes I I want people to watch the movies we talk about because they're so bad. It's almost, it's a fun hate watch. But this one's boring enough. I don't think it's even enjoyable in that sense. It's not, there's not enough, like it's hateable for sure, but there it, it's not even interesting enough in how it's hateable. It's just very mediocre. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, and yeah, it's don't watch it. Just don't. Just don't yeah. do it. Do just, do something else. Do with something your time. else. Okay. Whew. All right, guys. Well, we'll be back, and we will be having more fun next week because it leap year is like a non-entity. Like it's on Netflix, but you spend your time better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> This has been the Bad Romance Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Bad Romance Pod, but pod with a zero instead. Um, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Rate Please us. Please rate us. Um, I mean, we've said this many times, but we always love hearing suggestions because we have made some decisions based on, like, I mean, our last one, uh, Sweet November, was because a lot of people wanted us to do sweet november yeah also actually the last two were based on suggestions so give us your give us your recommendations please please do it please do it and we'll see you next week bye well you'll hear us next week yeah (laughs) maybe we'll see you